Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Ireland. Most Americans would like to visit at least once in our lives, right? Well, this spring, my small group Irish adventure brought us from the busy streets of Dublin to the Cliffs of Moher to Northern Ireland. Many Americans have Irish heritage and a longing for a connection to their ancestry. This kind of tour is a great way to be introduced to the Emerald Isle. Today I'm going to share our tour with CIE Tours and it is a UK company that has been in business for over 90 years and specializes in the UK, Ireland, Iceland and now offers tours in Italy too. I love partnering with companies that have a focus. They really know their stuff. One of the reasons I chose to partner with CIE for this particular tour is it hits the highlights of Ireland, literally circling the island. We begin in Dublin and make our way around the island. This adventure tour was jam-packed, full of sights to see and places to visit, so just be ready and have your sneaks on. (laughs) No dilly-dallying on this one, but you do get a chance to have a great introduction to Ireland. Your heart will be especially for some places in particular, and I pray that you decide to return and just stay a bit longer. Here are some of the highlights of the tour. First, we began in Dublin in the afternoon and got introduced to our tour guide slash professional driver, Brian Hanrahan. Our group also took an intro bus tour around the city of Dublin and had a stop at the Customs House to learn of its early history in Dublin. My little group loved exploring the North Wall District of Dublin, and this is where our hotel was located. I haven't been to this harbor part of town. Now it's my fifth time to the city, and I still haven't seen it all. Our first stop on the tour was in Waterford, and I absolutely fell in love with this town. I'm so glad we got to visit the east coast of Ireland. Waterford is believed to be the oldest city and settled by the Vikings around the early 900s. Now, I learned a lot on this tour about the history of Ireland, and one of the lessons was how the Vikings didn't really settle anywhere. They kind of plundered and destroyed and took over. However, they also created townships, governing systems, and communities. Although the fighting went back and forth between the Vikings and the locals, the women actually stepped forward to save the next generation and remind the men on both sides that they were now killing their sons and grandsons and hurting the family. Hmm. The vital city of Waterford had a vigorous downtown, and I enjoyed walking the streets to capture a lot of their street art. I discovered a little company while I was there called Street Art Inc., and although we didn't have time to take a guided tour that they offer, next trip, I put that down, I did get all their information. I'll put the links in the description. We also enjoyed some cider and Guinness at the local pub just around the corner from our stay at the Henry Downs Pub. We spent the night in Dooley's Hotel, which had a central location right in the harbor of town, and offered a full breakfast. So our next stop was Killarney and the Ring of Kerry, and after a full breakfast, it was time for us to hop on the bus and make our way to Blarney Castle. This was definitely a full day, and having been to Blarney before, I can tell you, hop off the bus and get in line to see that castle as soon as you possibly can, if this is on your bucket list. Yes, the line for Kiss the Blarney is especially long on weekends. I truly appreciate the gardens when I visit there. They are really spectacular. Although the day we visited, the sun was a little shy, it was still quite pretty. From Blarney, we made our way to Killarney, 
It is still one of my favorite Irish cities, and I've been a few times now. Some of the best fish and chips in Ireland you have will be in this town, and we popped into Murphy's Pub to have a seat, a bite to eat, and a pint. Near Killarney is the little town of Tralee. This is where we stayed at my favorite hotel on the tour, the Balagary House. Its location is a bit out in the country, but quite elegant and felt like we were staying on an estate. This wasn't our original hotel in the itinerary, but one thing you can be certain is if there is a change in the itinerary like this, CIE will always upgrade, which is definitely a perk. There's also a magical garden and forest within walking distance from the hotel. I decided to grab a bike and discovered this on my own. My explorer instinct just took over. My timing wasn't the best and I got caught up in a rainstorm. However, this enchanting forest was spectacular. The next morning, we woke up and made our way to the Cliffs of Moore and Galway. Our route took us up north from the Dingle to Galway and the Cliffs of Moore. Today, we enjoyed crossing the Shannon. This short ferry boat ride, along with our bus, gave us a completely different perspective of Ireland. It was a bit windy as we tried to get some selfies and a group photo, um, but it included a lot of laughter. At this point in the tour, we made friends with our bus mates and tour companions. Making connections is great. The Cliffs of Moher are just as majestic as they seem on Instagram and Facebook reels. I was especially happy as we were driving up the great western coast that we had a gorgeous sunny day. Galway is a fantastic town too and was next on our itinerary. We had a short visit here and then our night was filled with the most wonderful Celtic dancing, Trad on the Prom. I was whooping and hollering by the end. Brian taught us well. Next up is Donegal and Derry, and on our way up to Northern Ireland, we had one of the best tour highlights, which was the sheepdog demonstration with Atlantic Sheepdogs in Grange, Ireland. Atlantic Sheepdogs showcase the whole training process of the dogs and how they communicate to the sheep safe and sound with whistle calls and shouts out. They respond quickly to keep the herd together and miraculously know how to turn, how and when, and loop the sheep and gather them up. It was totally mind-blowing. We also were thinking that it would take years and years to train these dogs but it's just not the case so wow everything was instinctive you will be completely impressed Donegal is located just on the border of Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland, which is another charming town on the itinerary. I wish we could have had more time to visit here, but we had to make tracks to Belfast. So our pop-in visit to Donegal included catching a bite to eat. I grabbed it at the Blueberry Tea Room and Restaurant and walked around the town. The rest of the crew enjoyed visiting Triona Design, which is a famous tweed and wool design company. Throughout our tour, there is a common history lesson of the potato famine that decimated this country, and I found a cemetery in Donegal that pretty near broke my heart. You see, what we learned was that although the Irish had grown plenty of food to sustain themselves, it wasn't theirs to keep. They had to sell it to landlords who sometimes just took it as rent, leaving them only potatoes for their families and communities. The potatoes were infected with a blight that killed over a million people from 1846 to 1851. So next up, we made our way to Derry in Northern Ireland, and I am seriously going to have to write a separate blog about my visit to Northern Ireland. This was my first visit here, but it certainly won't be my last. Embarrassingly, my education on Northern Ireland was from the 80s and Bono. I'm learning much more watching the Dairy Girls. And if you haven't seen this Netflix series, you're missing out. It's really funny and it's a teachable show. 
For me, it was fun to see all the sights that I've seen on the show, but also learn a bit more too. We enjoyed a great personal tour with Martin McCroson Dairy City Walking Tours with Charlene McCroson, Blue Badge Tour Guide and Owner. After a great dinner and a good night's sleep in Derry at the Everglades Hotel, we made our way to Belfast. Along the northern coast of Ireland, I was also making a note of the golf courses. Holy cow, there's a lot in Ireland. Who knew? Our first stop was Giant's Causeway and another really beautiful, gorgeous sunny day in Ireland. My small group really enjoyed this day a lot. The spring breezes gave way to such natural beauty, bees buzzing around and crashing waves along these rocky cliffs. I felt like we were just in an Irish wonderland. The walk to the causeway can be a bit steep and long, so the park has offered a shuttle to take you to the rock formation to help you out. It will cost a few British pounds because, yes, you're in Northern Ireland. Be sure to have these coins available if you think you'll need it because they don't take a credit card. Next, we were on to Belfast, and a tour that was included with CIE was the Titanic Belfast Museum, and this brand new museum is massive and open to the public. It chronicles the building of the Titanic as well as the effects on its city, the journey, the company, and the people on board, including the crew, leadership, and passengers. It was super sad and also eye-opening. I also had the opportunity to walk around the harbor and learn a little bit more about Belfast in this shipping town. Just over an hour from Belfast was the Glide Inn. We stopped here along our way and enjoyed a late lunch and listened to a trio of musicians playing Irish folk music. We had gorgeous views of Ireland's East Coast in the background while enjoying the ambiance of being in an old pub. Then it was on to Dublin for our last few nights in the capital city. On my recent weekend visit here with my friend Candy and daughter Katie, I familiarized myself with the city again. I also visited in September 22, so I definitely feel like I know Dublin well now. With that, I grabbed our little group and took them on a private tour of town. We took advantage of the hop-on, hop-off bus that was part of the CIE tour and saw a great deal of town. We were able to do a bit of souvenir shopping, take in a whiskey tasting, visit the Temple Bar area, see Molly Malone, and walk around St. Stephen's Green and also grab a super tasty burger and sandwich at the Gourmet Burger Kitchen. Most of the travelers were hankering for a burger. Yeah, we're still Americans. Our last few nights in Dublin, we stayed at the Croke Park Inn. We really liked this hotel. It was a little bit out of town, but really had nice rooms, staff, and they were uber helpful. We also enjoyed their lounge quite a bit, and they had a snazzy bartender who was able to create a new favorite drink of mine called a Southside Fizz. Actually, it's from Chicago, but I had the best one I've had yet in in Dublin. Who knew? (laughs) So what's included in a CIE tour, it's just really for the affordability, completely amazing. Our exceptional accommodations, most of the meals, all the transportation. We didn't have to worry about entrance tickets in and out of tours. It was carefree. If you're new to traveling to Europe and overseas, this is a great way to be introduced to the nuances of world travel. Taking care of all the details is a bit overwhelming. And if you aren't used to all the moving pieces like destinations, reservations, finding restaurants, 
restaurants, museums, CIE took care of all of that for us. They have vetted the locations of where to stay, what to do, where to eat, and what to see. So I like this tour for people who are brand new to world travel but want to get a taste of a country. What made this tour special was our driver, Brian, who was just fantastic. He included special stops along the way, and when you travel with professionals like him who know the land and understand when other tours will be visiting and when to avoid it and to pop into places, this is invaluable. We appreciated his special stops all along the way and his great voice because he sang a few Irish songs while we were on the bus too, and they just sounded ancient and mystic. Something else that CIE does that is unique is a seat rotation, and this might wig a few people out. However, to be fair, everyone in the front does get really great views of the places of the next destination we're going to see before everyone else does. So in this way, everyone gets a chance on some day to get really good pictures. There's also Wi-Fi on board the bus so you can stay connected. And of course, just like the States, when you're in completely remote areas, it doesn't work well, but maybe it's okay to be unplugged for a little bit. My personal small group was great. Originally, we had 10 sign up for this trip, but because of sickness, poor timing, they had last minute cancellation. Things like this happen. Our group that was small was great. We had so much fun and we ended up connecting with the rest of the travelers on the bus and making new friends too. So next up, where am I heading with CIE? In 2024, we have partnered together again to do a smaller group tour. 25 is going to be the max. In Scotland, we begin in Glasgow and make our way to Edinburgh. And I just love Scotland. Visiting with family or a group, I just can't get enough of it. Some of my favorites and why it tugs at my heart is the countryside, the history, castles, food, and the people. If a Scottish adventure has been a dream for you, maybe you should join us May 3rd to the 11th, 2024, and deposits are only $250. For more travel information or group tours, check out my website, travelwithwendy.net. I'll also be taking people along the Douro Valley for a river cruise in April 2024. Interested? Again, let me know. Links are below. Thanks for following. Don't forget to leave me a comment. I appreciate you. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Ciao!